just say it's good to be here at the church house and uh, you know you watch them online but you know it's not it's you know it's still good good service you can feel the Lord you know but uh it's not, you know something about being at the church house just uh it makes you feel close I mean to me it makes me feel closer and makes me uh uh just maybe even be on guard a little bit better I, I mean really I mean to, to be a little, just uh and but uh you know it uh, what a wonderful day we've had, uh, you know, the Lord blesses us with wonderful days, the Lord blesses us with so many ways, and, uh, you know, we really uh, can't give enough praises back to him uh, for all he does for us, uh, you know, gives us a wonderful family, and uh, uh, I've had a, a good life, uh, you know, it's had ups and downs, but it's, it's been good, and, uh, you know, what's even made it better is I met the Lord along the way, uh, you know, when I was 16, uh, Lord save my soul. Uh, he showed me what I needed earlier on in life. Uh, but, you know, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, uh, uh, figuring out your salvation with fear and trembling and, and uh, understanding really what you got. And, and, and that's, you know, uh, it took me a little while to figure out what the Lord was trying to do for me, uh, you know. And so, but when I got it, I knew what I had, and I knew I got it, and I, I was so happy that I got the Lord in my life. And that, that changed my life from then on. Uh, you know, he was with me from, from then on. He was with me, and he helped me, and, you know, uh, he's picked me up when I'm down, and, and just he keeps on kind of motivating me in the right direction. And that's how wonderful the Lord's been to me. And I, I thought about reading just one scripture um, over in uh, St. Luke in 13. And, uh, you know, the Lord, the Lord tells people, you know, sometimes uh, people look at, uh, you know, uh, life. Um, you know, if you live a good life, uh, maybe you'll make it to heaven. That's what some people say, uh, uh, you know. And um, But, you know, that ain't what the Lord says. Uh, you know, um, uh, in... St. Luke in 13, it says, There were present at, the, at that season some that told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall likewise perish. Or those 18 upon the tower of Siloam, fell and slew them, think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you nay, but except you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. And, and so the Lord really is trying to put, let everybody know that we're all uh, sinners. Uh, we all, no, nobody's really better than any other. Uh, you know, even, you know, uh, the Lord just wants everybody to know that they need him as their savior. Uh, and he's told them uh, time and time again, Nicodemus, all through the Bible, he's told people that, you know, that were really good. I mean, some of them seemed to probably lived a really good lifestyle. That one rich ruler that came to the, the Lord, uh, you know, he's, he even came to him and said, I've done all these things since I've, I've been young and, and probably did really good, uh, you know, uh, uh, but, you know, but he was still holding his riches above the Lord. Uh, when you're going to turn your whole life over to the Lord and say, Lord, uh, you know, just lead and guide me and use me in this life, uh, you know, the, and I'll try my best. And, you know, you just keep on showing me what to do and I'll do my part. Uh, a lot of times it's just showing up and trying to do your part, uh, you know, and he helps us, uh, you know. Uh, so it's it's good to know the Lord. Uh, uh, you know, if you, you know, it's not about being, I mean, we should be the best we could be. Uh, you know, be a good person, be a good neighbor. Uh, the, the Lord tells us to do that. 
But it, it ain't about being good to get to heaven. It's about being born again and trusting in, in the Lord for your salvation. And, you know, they, these people, they may have looked down at those people and said, boy, they were some awful people. They may, and I, I don't know, it doesn't really explain a lot about those people. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, they may have been some bad people. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, bad people can get saved. Uh, you know, there's harlots that got saved in the Bible. You know, there's people that have done bad things in the Bible that uh, trusted in the Lord. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully they changed their life after they get the saved, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I look at Lot's life a lot of times. I believe he's saved man, uh, you know, but God has got his life in a bad spot, living in the wrong places, doing the wrong things, uh, family ties, those all will, uh, drag you down and, and, and affect your life. Uh, but the, uh, the Bible says, uh, it delivered that righteous man out of that city. And so, uh, uh, you know, uh, try to live the best you can, but get the Lord in your life along the way. So it's good to be here, and, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll ask if, if somebody has a song. I don't know if Linda has a song or anybody else. I don't feel like singing. Uh, um, so at this time, we'll, we'll turn over to Denny. So. You can still sing, Linda, if you want to. Okay. That's all right. I appreciate being here. I appreciate what Ren had to say. Uh, I think that uh, there's two goals that God's got for us for our whole life. We get tied up in a lot of things. We get busy with a lot of things. But I think there's two main reasons that God's got us here. Uh, first of all, it's not his will that any should perish, but all would come to repentance. It's God's will that everybody gets saved and get ready to go to heaven. That's his will. Now, after you're saved, it's his will that you live for him. And I think those are the two things that uh, uh, we need to be concerned with for our whole life. And if we get things that's uh, in our way that keeps us from doing those things, we are not pleasing God. Now, of course, the main thing is to get saved. The main thing is to get saved. But after you're saved, then uh, I remember the uh, story in the Bible about the uh, ten lepers that were healed. And one out of ten uh, returned to give God glory. And Jesus said, were there not ten cleansed? said, where are the nine? Uh, we can just get so busy and so tied up in life and so many things that we think we want to do uh, that, uh, uh, you know, we just don't do what we need to for the Lord. And uh, I guess during this time of this virus and a lot of us is staying home and, and not getting out much, it kind of lets you look at yourself and see what life's all about. I mean, a lot of things that kept you busy before that took all your time, and then all of a sudden, those things are just gone for now. I mean, do I hope they come back and we have everything normal? I sure do. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you. Uh, I have a scripture that, uh, that the Lord's given me a, a while back, 
And I've been thinking about it some, and I don't know what I'll say from it. Uh, but if you've got your Bible and want to read with me, I'm going to read in Titus, the second chapter. And I'm going to start reading at verse 11. I'm going to read down through 15, but now I don't know if I'll get to all this or not. <clears throat> but in the book of Titus, Paul's writing, and verse 11 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. It says teaching us. It didn't say teaching them. It says teaching us. So Paul was included in this too. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. So there's a lot of things in there, and I don't know uh, what all I need to say about it, but you just pray, and uh, I'd like to say everything the Lord uh, wants me to. Actually, what I'd like to do is say exactly what God wants me to, Nothing more, nothing less. That's where I'd like to be. Uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that people think that bring salvation. Of course, salvation, we call it being born again, being saved, a lot of different names. But uh, uh, and as Brent mentioned, you, if you discuss with uh, a lot of people uh, about being saved or ready to go to heaven, a lot of times people will say things like, well, I've been baptized. Uh, I'm, I'm a, a member of a church. Uh, I go to church. I put money in the collection plate. Uh, I try to treat my neighbor good. I mean, they give you a list of things that they do. Well, it didn't say here uh, that, that baptism brought salvation. It didn't say that putting money in collection plate brought salvation. It didn't say church attendance brought salvation. If church attendance brings salvation, we've all lost it because we can't go right now all the time. And so, so, uh, so church attendance has nothing to do with it. It tells what brings it here. It's for the grace of God. What's what's the grace of God? It's unmerited favor it's it's god's love for folks that brings salvation god made every one of us you think he loves us i do i think he loved everybody ever made i've had people say well denny what about people that live in the jungles here and there how's god reach them well i'll tell you how he reaches them for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. That's how he reaches them. God's business is God's business. It's not mine. I, it's not my job to figure out God. We can't figure him out. His ways are, uh, are higher than the, uh, heavens is the earth. His thoughts are above our thoughts. I just know a little bit. 
I don't even claim to know a lot. Uh, but when I was a little boy, God's grace, God's grace came to me. God showed me that he loved me and that I didn't have to die lost. He brought grace to me. I believe this is all 100% personal. Those preachers that preached to Terry and I when we were boys and, and Bonnie and Linda, uh, those preachers that preached to us, they're already gone. If I was depending on those preachers for my salvation, look what an awful shape I would be in. I had a personal experience with the Lord. You've got to get this for yourself. It was God's grace, God's goodness, and it actually shocked me. I wondered how will I know when God speaks to me, but when he brought grace to me and showed me, I don't think you can, you can see grace unless you see that Jesus died for your sins. I knew that if I would trust in him, that I could have eternal life. The grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to who? All men. That's mankind. That's man, woman, boys, and girls. And, and, and Solomon says in the book of Ecclesiastes to remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. Uh, kind of makes me think that, that very possibly that God speaks to uh, folks in their youth. Now, uh, when God speaks to you, then you're accountable to God. I wasn't accountable to God till God spoke to me. When he spoke to me and he brought grace to me and showed me that I needed to trust in his son to have eternal life, when that happened to me, then I was accountable. And if I would have died in that condition and died lost, uh, actually that was what I was concerned about. I didn't want to die in the condition that I realized that God let me see that I was in. Amen. I wanted to avoid going to hell. Yeah. I didn't have my sight so much on heaven at that time. I wanted to avoid going to hell. And ever since the Lord saved me, I've got my sights on heaven. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting older. I'm getting down toward, I call it down toward the finish line. And you know I'm not sad. I'm not sad that I'm getting toward the finish line. Actually, I'm glad I'm getting toward the finish line. And I've set up at uh, Pleasant View a few times, and maybe some of those folks watching. Uh, but I've set up there a few times, and uh, we would have uh, young people. And I've said, would I trade places with one of them young people if I could? No, I wouldn't. I absolutely wouldn't trade places with somebody that's real young. Why would I want to do that when I'm about to the end? If you take a runner that runs in the race, I mean, he, he runs hard as he can in the race, but if, when he's getting toward the finish line, he don't want to go back to the start. I don't want to go back to the start. I'm glad of my journey. I'm glad God has reminded me. This is what he does. Do I get a little lazy or slack on the job sometimes? I do. I guess we're all human and have a little bit of that. But when I get like that, there's times that God will come by and, and give me something out of Scripture 
and, and give me a zeal to try to help somebody with it. Because I want everybody to have what I've got. And they can have because I got it by grace. By grace. So the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. It said, teaching us that denying, uh, and said, teaching us. And I've probably quoted that a few times and said, teaching them, and that's not what it says. It says, teaching us. That means this applies to everybody. It don't just apply to everybody but you. It applies to you. It applies to me. Teaching us that denying ungodliness. When I was lost and God's grace come to me, it showed me that I need to, to uh, deny ungodliness and worldly lust. Do we all have that? We all had that when I was lost. Now, I need to stay away from ungodly things now, but I'm telling you, if you hold on to ungodly things like the uh, uh, young, rich young ruler that Brent mentioned, he was holding on to his riches. His riches meant more to him than God. If you hold on to whatever that means more to you than God, you can't get saved. I don't, I'm like Brent. I don't know if that young man uh, uh, ever got saved or not. Could he have? Well, if he would have turned back to Jesus and in his heart rather had Jesus than had his riches, he could have. He could have. But I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. But, but we need to let loose of the things that's keeping us from getting saved. And I'll tell you, my problem when I was lost, when I was lost, I thought I knew how to do this. Terry actually got saved a little while, him, Mike Mason, before I did. And I thought, you know, my friends, they just went to the altar and prayed a little bit, and that's what it looked like to me. Uh, went to the altar and prayed and got up and, and said the Lord saved them. It looked like they had a pretty easy time, and I, I thought that's the way it's going to happen to me. But I was on the altar about six times before I ever got saved. And, and really, uh, I wasn't on the altar when I got saved. I'd went back and sat down on my seat. And I guess I'm pretty sure Terry was sitting beside me because I remember telling him. Uh, uh, I was sitting on my seat and got saved. And I said, Terry, the Lord saved me. And, and before that, I got out of the church house, I said, Terry, don't tell anybody. I think I made a mistake. I'm telling you, the devil will start working on you real quick, real quick. I had to just rely on the fact that I know, boy, that I was so excited when the Lord saved me. He had lifted that heavy load that I had, and I felt like shouting. I would have got a great blessing if I would have just shouted, because that's what I felt like doing. Uh, but, but God let me know what he'd done for me when I was just hanging on to I was just hanging on to, I know how to do this. I'll just say a little prayer and the Lord will save me. I had to trust in Jesus. I thought, uh, I don't, when I was set back down on the bench, I thought, I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just die lost and go to hell. I remember thinking that. And when I felt like that, and I was in such despair, and the Lord saved me, just like that. So, t teaching us, the grace of God teaches us. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Do you know 
nobody can live soberly, righteously, and godly without having Jesus in their soul. He's the righteous one. He's the godly one. Even the man that come to Jesus and called him good master, he said, why callest thou me good? There's none good but one, that's God. When the Lord saved me, he gave me a sober mind. You know, I'm talking about down here in my soul. There's a lot of people, everything that comes along, every new doctrine, everything that comes along, they're drawn away after that. I know what I got. I know where I got it. I don't care what comes along. It doesn't deceive my soul. And the Lord's going to find the church uh, watching when he comes. I don't care if I'm at home in bed in the sleep. My soul is watching. He that watcheth over Israel never sleeps and never slumbers. Well, I got him in my soul when I got saved. So if God never sleeps and never slumbers, you think my soul goes to sleep about 10 or 11 o'clock at night? No, it don't. It don't never sleep. Never slumber. It entered into eternity when I got saved. Now this body gets tired. I have to have rest. Sometimes I have a hard time sleeping. But I'm going to get a body after a while. That'll never need no rest. If you understand that totally, I want you to tell me after this service. I don't understand all about it, but we're going to be like God. We're going to be like him. He don't get tired. I can call on him at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, noon, whenever. After you, after you do this, listen to this. I'm going to read that 12th verse again. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly. Nobody can shake us off of the uh, foundation that we're on. Righteously and godly. That's, I'm alive. I'm righteous. You might say, well, Denny, I don't think you're that righteous. Well, I have faults. But when the Lord come in my soul, he made me righteous. And the Bible teaches, let this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus. I got the mind of Christ. Sober. I, I don't drink Babylon's wine. Yeah. So uh, uh, when, when I drunk the blood of Jesus, spiritually, drunk the blood of Jesus and ate his flesh, then I become part of him. And so... That give me the righteousness, the godliness, and the soberness. Now, after you get that, it says, looking for that blessed hope. If you follow your family and your loved ones to the grave, and if they've trusted in Jesus, it's not the end. It's not the end. The body, it's not even the end of the body. The Bible says that the uh, uh, that the body the uh, the creature 
the creature itself shall also be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Even the creature has hope. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't know how to go to heaven. Now, Jesus said he's the way, but I wouldn't know how to physically get there. But the Lord's coming back after the church. He's coming back after his people. And so we that are saved are looking for this time for that uh, blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity. I say sometimes, and I said this in Homer Smith's funeral, I remember, uh, when Homer died, and I, I say it if I think of it, if I'm doing a funeral service, but I said Homer is debt-free. Yeah. He's debt-free. See, our sins that we live with, I wish I could just erase all of mine, but I have to live with them. But some of you will probably be, be there when, when I'm, because a lot of my family's here, probably be there when I die. Yeah. I want you to remember this. Grandpa or Denny or however you remember me is debt free. It'll be a jubilee for me. Back there in the Bible, they had jubilee time every 50 years. And if somebody had sold their property and got rid of their property and maybe come to almost not having nothing, we can get like that spiritually. Come to almost having nothing. Well, in the jubilee, they'd get their property back. They'd get it back. In the jubilee, I'm going to get a glorified body. And I'll be debt free. Be debt free. My body will be as righteous, as godly as my soul is now. Said, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us uh, from all iniquity and purify to himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. If we've got the Lord in our life, we need to be about telling somebody else about it and trying to get our people saved because we don't have much time. We don't have much time. We'll be here a few days, a few days. It just, Brother Terry and I are about the same age. It seemed like a few days ago that me and Terry used to uh, run around and we'd find some boys playing basketball and, and we'd, we'd play basketball with them. And, and, and just a few days ago, and we were teenagers, and now we're old. And so it's uh, time has, has went quickly. And so that's all I feel like saying. I'm going to turn over to Brother Terry. Boy, Clara, it's good preaching. I appreciate it. I appreciate that grace of God. And the Lord giving himself and dying uh, freely, going to the tomb. He went to the cross and he went to the tomb and he come out of that tomb. He went back to heaven. He's alive and because he lives, I can live too. I am alive. 
I'm glad I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. Now, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer an invitation. I don't know if somebody wants to sing. Either one of you's going to sing. You, you're welcome to sing if you feel like it. You don't have no song? You don't have one? I'm, uh, you say, if you feel like it. Now, I'm going to make an invitation with God's help. I feel like God wants to do that uh, if nobody feels like singing or not. But uh, I want to say that's a great message. What a great message about salvation. And the Lord gave himself so we could live. You talk about paying off sin's debt. He, he died so he could redeem us uh, from sin and from the power of the grave. And I'm, I'm saved and I'm like Brother Denny. Uh, I know uh, the most of my journey is behind me. Uh, but the most of me is still ahead of me. I mean, when I got saved, got eternity. So uh, time will run out. But what I got in the Lord, that eternity never going to run out. Well, I think Denny's preached real good, and I just I appreciate him. I think Brent opened up real good. Felt the Lord in Brent. Felt the Lord in Denny. I'd like for everybody to stand. And uh, I, I want to say to everybody that's here and everybody that's listening and watching on the broadcast, uh, you know, we've had uh, had some folks got saved, even with a little crowd like this. We've had a couple folks got saved uh, just recently here. Uh, even on the broadcast, uh, we've had a couple that's uh, got a hold of me and, uh, one of them I'd prayed with and she got saved on the phone. The other one I prayed with, he didn't get satisfied. And a couple of days later, he called me. I said, what's up, buddy? He said, what's up? He just got saved. And so God's a soul saving God. The coronavirus doesn't have any impact on the grace of God, which bring us salvation. And I'm glad it's appeared to all men like you preached and like the Bible told us. And so, uh, I'd like, uh, whoever out there is listening or whoever's here, uh, if you're lost and like get saved, as simple as it can be. And I, I was like Danny. I, I thought everybody got saved easy but me. But I, I come to all about six times too. But uh, we had a friend, uh, Jabe Smith. He was sitting in the back on the left-hand side. And, uh, he got out and started up the aisle. Second step he made. I heard him tell it before. Second step he made, the burden lifted. He got saved. And so God's able to save you wherever you're at. In the back of the church house, front of the church house, on the altar. Uh, but... Uh, I'd like for us to have prayer. I'd like for everybody to come pray if you would. I'm going to get down and pray. I'd like for everybody to come pray. If you're you're saved, uh, pray for the lost. If you're saved and can't pray for the lost, pray for yourself. I've been in that spot. And uh, if you're lost, uh, ask God to save you. And uh, uh, even say, well, I just don't know if I'm at that spot. Well, ask God to help you get to that spot. I've, I've nailed it to all with people before. Just, uh, oh, just God was dealing with them powerful. And uh, they asked God to save me. I got saved just like that. I've nailed it to all with people before. And they prayed. And we've prayed for God to speak to them. God did. And then they got saved. But I'm going to get down and pray. And everybody will. I wish you'd come pray with me. And let's talk to the Lord. Just everybody come. Let's pray together. There's plenty of room here. You can social distance. No problem. Let's just get down and pray. Now, let's talk to him. We got a big God today. Boy, I praise God for what I feel in my soul. I praise God for Holy Ghost preaching. I praise God for the Spirit that speaks to men and women's hearts and boys and girls. Uh, Lord, I thank you tonight for uh, praying opening up, moving in the kingdom. Brother Daddy opened up preaching a Holy Ghost message. And God, I thank you for all these that's coming this way tonight. For everybody's come to pray. Uh, God, for the burden that you put in my soul, for what I feel. Oh, God, I'm happy for myself, but boy, God, I've got a burden for people's loss. I, and I know if I just ask you to save them and meet it from their heart, I know you'll do it. You, you want to. 
some pages in my biography I like to tear out and throw away. But there's one page in there that I wouldn't tear out for anything. That's when I trusted Jesus and he saved me by his grace. Thank you, Lord. God's grace. Listen. Amen. Amen. When I've not been where I should be after I got saved, the devil tell me I never could get back there. He lied. Just like he lied and told me I couldn't get saved. When I just asked God, help me. God did. God's amazing. I can't understand everything he does, but he does it. I've never been sorry when I followed the Lord. I've been sorry when I did Sometimes it seems hard, and I say, oh God, I can't. I say, yeah, you can. I'll help you. I just like when the kids were small, I'd give them a little task at home. I remember one time Blaine said, I don't think I can do that, Daddy. I said, I'm going to help you. Oh, he said, we can do it, Daddy. It's the way God is. I can't do it, Daddy. Yeah, you can. I'll help you. Then we can. That's getting saved. And that's living for the Lord all. That's all that. Yes, sir. Oh, I appreciate that song so much. If you need to pray again, anybody can. Uh, you're welcome. And if you got something to tell from when you prayed for, you can do that too. But but sing that for first. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Yeah. I tried to make myself a little better before I come, and I couldn't. I tried to mind, mind mommy better. That didn't get me saved. Finally, Bonnie, I just finally had to come just like I was. God said, that's the way I want you. Like Denny said. Amen. Oh, Lamb of God, I come. Amen. Oh, Lamb of God, I come. All right. 
Anybody got something on your heart to say or do? Follow him. Mind the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And they could worship the Lord. I'm sure they did. You know, right. Worship the Lord and Amen. Together and glorified God from time to time. And, right. And it doesn't take a lot of people. It just takes them to people humbling their hearts and trying to follow the Lord. Amen. 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 That's truth. Amen. Uh, that's a good point, Brent. Somebody else. Just us and the Lord here. Nothing to be hesitant or shy or backward about. Just us. Say what you feel in your heart. Anybody? I'm not in a rush. Just not trying to drag it out, but I want to give everybody time. I just really feel like it's... It's been good already, but I feel like something else real important could be said. If that's you and you've got it, well, please share it. All right, we'll soon come to a close. Nothing else? Anything, you got anything else? You got anything else? Anybody got anything else? All right. Uh, we thank God for this good meeting. Heaven's moved. I've just felt my cup run plumb over. And I've, I've been looking forward to this service tonight. God really put it on my heart. And I thank God for the hunters that are here tonight. They just, they're such a blessing to me. And I thank God for them. And also thank God for my wife. And I'm glad to be here myself. And thank God for the men up there running the broadcast equipment. We, boy, we appreciate them. Uh, they a lot of help to us. And so, good to be here tonight. And uh, let's pray much. I We'll make this announcement. Uh, uh, I've got a message to preach Saturday night at 8 o'clock. I'm going to be broadcasting it from here. But it's part of that uh, uh, revival that's been going on called Quarantine with the King. And uh, so uh, really pray. Uh, I'm excited about doing that service, but I'm also nervous. And uh, so I'd really appreciate everybody's prayers. And also, I've got a special burden for Sunday morning, too. So really pray for Sunday morning and Sunday night. But uh, we got people that needs the Lord. And uh, they can have him now, just like they could have before this virus come. God's able. He's, he's just able. And, and I believe he's getting a lot of people's attention. And I thank God, if that's the case, and I believe it is, I thank God for it. And so, so really pray. Please pray. And, uh, again, that service Saturday night's at 8 o'clock. And, uh, of course, Sunday morning, regular time, 11 o'clock. Uh, Sunday evening, 6 o'clock. If nothing else, we'll be dismissed. You're at liberty to go.